0: welcome to becoming unique episode 31 i am not going to give you guys like a long intro today because my guest is full of so much energy and this show is on fire with energy i don't even need to set the stage up (laughs) but the only thing i need to let you guys know get a pen and paper Because she's going to be dropping some jewels. Um, We're going to be talking about astrology and just starting to understand our birth chart. And if you don't know where the birth chart is, don't worry because I ain't know what one one was a year ago. Um, This is all new news to me, but also some revealing news to me as well too. So like I said, let me not talk too much. Let's get right into today's episode. Yes, here we go. Let's go. Today on the Becoming Unique podcast, I have, oh my goodness, an amazing guest that goes by the name of Chi-Chi. Welcome.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Unique. I'm excited to be here.
0: Oh my God. I'm so excited to have you. So you got to first start off by telling everyone who is Chi-Chi.
1: Okay. Um, Well, hello, everyone. Uh, My name is Sherelle. I also go by Chi-Chi. You can follow me on Instagram at Chi Babe C H E C H E B A B E. When you look at my profile, you see I'm a dancer. I do yoga. I'm a personal trainer. I'm a lover of astrology and energy and whatnot. I also have a podcast that I started um, last year, the My Virgo Friend Podcast. Also on Instagram at My Virgo Friend Podcast, and I. Uh, post-weekly episodes just regarding the current zodiac season we're in. So like we're in Aquarius right now. I will talk about what that means, um, what elements and what symbols and what rituals maybe you could do for Aquarius season just to help work with manifestation. I also talk about um, just law of attraction, anything regarding spirituality and subjects that somebody would come across in regards to the spiritual journey. So let's say shadow work or um, healing the wounded inner child or even learn about your natal chart, which I think we're gonna chat about in just a little bit. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much me podcaster. I do yoga. I'm a Virgo son in case you're wondering. Um, hence the My Virgo Friend podcast. I love being a Virgo. Um, I have a chihuahua. His name is Conan. He also has an IG page if you like following doggy pages. He's a trip. He's a teacup chihuahua. He's a Gemini. Um, his page is King Conan, K I N G K O N A N, underscore Chi Chi Baby with a wow in the end. So, yeah, you you can find all that on my main page at Chi Chi Baby. But, yes, podcaster and lover of all things energy and astrology.
0: Yes. And you give us so much energy. Her podcast is Energy. So, when you guys want to get charged up, huh? podcast to go to Energy. <laughs> and so, I, so you are the astrology girl. So that's what we're going to be getting into today. So tell us your history behind like astrology. Like how did you get into it? Like what's your story about, behind it?
1: Um, well, ever since I was a young girl, like, first of all, you know, when those people like you'll have to meet those people that were like, oh my gosh, I've been here. Like, I've, you know, where they literally like reincarnation, that whole thing. Yeah. As a young girl, I... I used to say, like, I had memories that weren't mine. And, like, what I mean by that is, like, if I'm eight or if I'm ten, why am I having memories of anything? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm only eight. I'm only ten. You know what I'm saying? So I would say all the time, like, I, don't, I have memories that aren't mine. So, like, I'm really connected with the 70s. So I feel like maybe if I was reincarnated, I definitely came from the 70s. I just feel like I have a connection with the 70s. So like I loved all things the 70s like as a young girl. Like I love the flower power and you know the women being on that hell yeah type of energy and like burning the bra and like so black power and just you know I just love all that liberation type of energy but disco bright colors everyone's getting along good music a lot of flutes and a lot of flowers you I just love like everything about the 70s right I'm sorry
0: and the crazy thing is that's what you look like that's the energy you give with the (laughs) And the it, your vibration, it really looks like the um is coming from the 70s, but, this, but the two, 2021 version of it.
1: Let's go. And, and that's what I feel like. I feel like I'm just kind of going back to me in a sense. So like, ever since I was young, I was just always um just connected to the 70s. Like I had a lava lamp, a blue lava lamp growing up. I had the typical smiley face poster with like a thousand smiley faces in the rainbow colors. Like I had that on my walls. Um, and then like this, I was really big into like the Spice Girls, you know, like the British, like back in the early 2000s, they have with the millennium, they had like that whole 70s vibe that they were going back to with the Volkswagen Beatles, they brought that back. And so it was just like a resurgence of that energy as well growing up I just always felt really connected to the 70s and part of the 70s was astrology you know where that was kind of like a pickup line for people back in the day you know oh what's your sign oh I'm a, I'm a Scorpio oh that's a cancer you know like there's a, what's the sound float on by the um float float on you know
0: that song like- um, it sounds familiar I'm not a big music person but you got-, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> got what the group is I want to call them the floaters, but it's not. But the song is definitely called Float On. And the lyrics is literally like, hey, baby, I'm David and I'm a cancer. So, like, that's just typical 70s, like, energy, right? So, as a young girl, I was always into astrology, being a Virgo. I just love the fact that I was a Virgo not sure why i just did and growing up i will always ask people oh, what's your sign and i would tell people about them signs. i would love looking at um, my horoscope in the back of magazines um i would love just i love understanding people and as a virgo people virgo people tend to like to fix people and in order to fix or help people you got to understand them right so yeah. i would just love asking people their signs so i could better understand them because i'm a virgo son but my moon sign is in cancer which means i'm very emotional like a cancer i guess we'll get to that in a little bit more and my rising sign is a pisces which is another water sign so i'm very watery very sensitive intuitive very compassionate and so growing up i would hear all the time Sherelle, don't take stuff so so serious so um personal don't take stuff to heart and i'm not I'm thinking what you mean that's the only way i can take things so when i'm when i learned about astrology it just helped me to understand You know, maybe it's not always you. Maybe that's just how someone else communicates. They're just a little more direct or a little more assertive than you are. And so where to you, you may take it as them being mean. They're just really being assertive, you know, or instead of so, you know, maybe someone is just as sensitive as you, but their sensitivity may come out in anger rather than tears, Uh, you know, so just in, in studying astrology as I was growing up and learning about the people around me because I just had that natural thirst for knowledge and just wanting to help people and understand people. And I'm, I was always the mom friend too, hence my cancer moon You know, cancers are, are the mom friends. So um, I was always that person to like, just make sure everybody was good. You know, if we get into the club, how are we getting home, okay? Yeah. Uh, did you drink your water while you taking all these shots? Did y'all eat before you go out? Like I always always that person to take care of people. Uh-huh. so in taking care of people you, people also come to you with their problems right I'm usually the person that people come to for advice so just understanding astrology helps with that also so yeah I said a whole lot I'm so sorry no, oh, wow. <laughs> that, was, that was perfect and I like that you
0: also kind of like made you made sense of something for me as well too when you were saying that Sometimes it's not, you know, they would just be an if They wasn't being mean because sometimes we take mm-hmm. things so personal. And I, I like that you kind of like clarified that as well too, because, you know, for like the listeners, because sometimes we may be in our feelings about something, but it wasn't even personal. It's just kind of like, that's the way they are they're not mean they're just assertive <laughs>
1: right, exactly and also just understanding the energy shifts too like for example mercury retrograde is happening right now mm. and some people know what that means some people like what gatorade gatorade what mercury and gatorade like no mercury isn't retrograde so if you don't understand what mercury retrograde is or you don't have any knowledge about it you may not understand why people may be moody Mm -hmm. You know, when they're really not moody or why they're so such a disconnect when you try to communicate with someone when typically y'all communicate very well with each other. Mm -hmm. It might be because it's Mercury retrograde and that's an energy shift. So it's not even just astrology, but just also understanding like the planetary shifts, because when I know Mercury is a retrograde, I'm going to be mindful that people may be a little. Um, more direct or they may be more straight to the point or they may be beating around the bush when they typically aren't, you know, instead of getting straight to the truth, they want to fluff around it. Or, you know, if I'm usually arguing with somebody, we may actually get along or have some, you know, some normal conversation. So it's just like Mercury retrograde things are kind of the opposite.
0: Yes.
1: Right. So, yeah. So like, if you just understand astrology, like, okay, if I'm an earth, earth water sign, this pure air sign may be a little more sharp with their communication than I may be, right? And then if it's Mercury retrograde happening, it may not be them. It's just the energy. So I'm not going to take it personal when they, you know, shoot off at me with an attitude, it ain't me, it's Mercury retrograde. Or it ain't me, it's because they're yeah. going through their Saturn return. Or it's because it's a full moon and everybody's energy is higher when it's a full moon, you know? So it just helps me to understand maybe it's not always me because I'm just really sensitive yeah 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 thank you for making it make sense
0: (laughs) um so but like the people that are listening that's like really like clueless to like what astrology is like can we just kind of like first start everything off with giving like a simple definition of what is astrology
1: um i want to say like just off the top of my head and i'm still a student as well um but in regards to astrology, I want to say it's like a study of the stars, you know? Like it's in regards to um, the 12 zodiac signs. So you have Aries sets it off. They're the first zodiac sign. That's the element of fire. With the zodiac signs, you have four elements. So you have fire, earth, air, water. Um, the, fire, the first sign is going to be Aries. So they're typically the youngest sign. That's like the baby of the sign. Fire is fast quick, warm, fire signs are typically fun, outgoing, but fire is also fire, you know, don't piss off a fire sign, right? Like, you know, they gonna set this place off if you, you know, if you mess with a fire sign. So Aries starts it off with the fire, then it moves into earthy Taurus. Um, Taurus sign is like I said, earth symbol. So that's along with Virgo and Capricorn, but earth is grounded, stability, structure, And Taurus is um, symbolized by the bull. Aries is symbolized by the ram. So we move from Aries to Earthy Taurus to Aries Gemini. So Gemini is an air sign like Libra and Aquarius. We're in an air sign zodiac season right now. Um, Gemini is symbolized by the twins. So that's why people tend to say, oh, Geminis are two-faced because of the twins. But every zodiac sign has a shadow side and an an unshadowed side or healed side unhealed side right evolved versus unevolved side so with gemini um they just have that duality i I don't like to say two-faced or two-sided because everyone has two sides but duality there's a sense of duality when it comes to the gemini and then it moves into watery cancer shout out to you cancer queen hey (laughs) So um, cancer is the fourth, um, the fourth sign of the house. And again, uh, of the zodiac signs. And again, it's water. Water signs are compassionate, intuitive, um, sensitive in a sense. And just like I said, you know, with sensitivity can be sadness, but sensitivity can also be anger, right? Um, So then, you know, with those elements, fire, earth, air, water, it repeats. From cancer, we move into fiery Leo, into earthy Virgo, into airy Libra into watery um, Scorpio, then it repeats to fiery Sag, earthy Capricorn, airy Aquarius, and then finally watery Pisces, and then that's when the zodiac season starts back over with the Aries um, zodiac season, Um, so yeah, like I said, it's 12, just like there are 12 houses in a natal chart, Um, and we'll talk about that a little more in the future too, but yeah, with astrology, it's just understanding like the different symbolisms, and I feel like it helps with understanding the seasons as we go through the year as well. And just understanding like, there's something to be learned with each Zodiac season. Like one thing I like to do, um, like for example, we're in Aquarius season right now. Um, Aquarius is an air sign. Air, Air signs are represented by communication, ideas, traveling it's like it's it's this energy you know ideas are floating messages are going back and forth we're communicating we're floating we're laughing we're articulate anything regarding communication so in airy season that may be a good time to remind yourself to go back to journaling Go back to manifesting by writing. Go back to writing plans. Go back to the drawing board. Maybe make a blueprint. Make a plan to start. Um, It's just a good reminder to get back into that communication energy. Um, Same thing with other zodiac seasons. With fire, that's a reminder to me to be a little more assertive. Be a little more quick. You know, be a little more action-oriented instead of being in my head thinking about it. When it's watery season, I'm thinking about, okay, cry it out. Detox. Let it go, you know, um, just any type of purging type of energy. And also going back to my heart and dealing with those energies that's gonna inspire me or motivate me to cry. That's gonna motivate me to purge those feelings and emotions that I've been holding back. And then with earthy season, that's a reminder to get back on your finances, get back on, you know, building your sol- your uh, solid ground, get back to building that foundation. Um, what are you rooted in? What's going to help you? What are you trying to build? First of all, you know, do you have steady ground? Okay. What are you trying to build? Consistency, consistency. So um, with understanding astrology and the zodiac signs, it's just a great way for me personally to just understand the cycles of my life, you know?
0: Okay, you definitely schooled me. I
1: got <laughs> look, I will take off now. <laughs> I, I was schooled.
0: First of all, okay, I knew about astrology, um, but I didn't know about astrology. And I knew I was a water sign, but I never thought about the other signs. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I like that you schooled me and informed me that it was four, that there's four elements, you mm-hmm. know, even though you may have know, but you brought it to light for me. And I didn't realize the elements went in order. So I was schooled on that. So basically, so you said it's fire, earth, air, water. Mm-hmm. Fire, so that's basically it's like they all have a season. So that's like every season or some or close to a season.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. So um I was schooled on that. And then also I was schooled on the part where when we're in that, like um in that season or whatever that sign's going on, that's mm-hmm. the energy that's happening and we need to like take advantage of that energy
1: exactly yes take it like i'm so glad you worded it like that to take advantage of that energy because um i can i can tell like once i started learning about astrology and i started keeping up with the full moons keeping up with the zodiac season changes and stuff it just helps me to to just be more focused and to act more intentionally with my time like how you say utilizing the energy like i know um when it's Mercury retrograde, it's Aquarius season, it's also tax season, right? Everybody's going back to their documents, going back to their those papers, double-checking, crossing the T's, dotting the I's, you know, um, just using that energy for its full benefit. Like, I know when it's Mercury retrograde season, yes, there's, you know, a tendency for technology glitches to happen or for miscommunications and delays to happen, but that's also reminded me to slow down, take a breath, you know like let's okay like look at it twice look at it three times just make sure you're good and just to slow down and not be so rushed but when it does come fiery time you know when it's sad season and it's starting to be holiday season and people starting to you know think big and you know go big go home energy you can just utilize it for your your benefit and you also understand why the people around you are operating the way they are and you can offer them a little more grace and how they you know, interact with you because you understand the energy shifts and you understand the Zodiac seasons that we're in. And also like look at look at the people that are um, celebrating their birthdays because they're in their birthday season. Like I know for me, I'm usually, I just have like a lot of good luck in my birthday season. Like I can go back, uh, like a lot of jobs was hired. I was hired in Virgo season. You know, when I started like teaching jobs, it was always in Virgo season or Pisces season, which is also my sister's sign because every sign has a sister sign which is the six months apart and the opposite um element that you're in so for example
0: oh and that,
1: earth, okay <laughs> so like for example um virgo is earth like virgo and Capricorn, um like taurus and capricorn the opposite element of earth is water earth needs water right in order for a plant to grow you got to add water so earth needs water which is cancer scorpio pisces Six Virgo is the sixth sign. What's the 12th sign? Pisces. Aries is the first sign. It's air fire. Opposite of fire is air because fire needs air, right? Mm -hmm. So um six signs from Aries is Libra, the seventh sign. So that's how you can find out what your sister sign is. It's the opposite element, six signs away. So I, I tend to have a lot of good luck in my birthday season. So if you study the people that are celebrating their birthday what traits like what personality traits do you appreciate from them like Mm -hmm. for example i'm a a watery earthy sign but i attract a lot of fiery sagittarius people specifically women and what i love about the sagittarius women is that they're very bold and fire women in general because my mother is a fiery aries woman uh sag fire women i learned boundaries from them because fire is going to go until you tell them to stop right and being with me being a people pleaser coming out of that people pleaser energy i have a libra my, my mercury sign which is how i communicate is like a libra libra is the scales libra is the i don't care what we eat where you want to eat where do you want to go i don't care wherever you want to go they're very people pleasing so my speech is very people pleasy. so when i'm around people that Are very bold and very not not aggressive but assertive with their energy it forces me to kind of level up to say hey stop that hey i don't like that hey don't do this anymore type of energy right and i have to learn and be okay with chi just because you tell someone no or stop doesn't mean you're being mean you're just being assertive and i have a north node in aries which (laughs) which is another part of astrology in the natal chart Um, my North Node is an Aries. So basically what that means, your North Node in this lifetime, what you should be striving to be more like. My North Node is an Aries, so I need to strive to be more like Aries. Aries is selfish. They're the first sign. They're fun. They're beautiful. They're the child of the Zodiac, right? Whatever, hey, what do you want to eat, Aries? I want tacos. Everybody else cannot want tacos, but Aries don't give a damn. They want tacos. And as women... We need to be okay with being assertive using our voice. And it's so funny that I was like super sore when we first started, but like now my voice is like good. Um, Vibration. Right? (laughs) I'm I'm like, I'm I'm in it, girl. But like as women, we need to be okay with being more assertive. And that's like another lesson with Aquarius season. All the Aquarius women I know, for example, Meg the Scout, and she's an Aquarius queen. All the Aquarius women I know, they're fun, they're bold. They gonna do what they wanna do. And they're going to say what they want to say. And I've noticed like with the Aquarius men, they're funny because they're assholes. Like all of their humor is funny. It's because it's mean, but it's true. And it's like, wow, you really said that to their face, you know, but at the same time, like we learn from those people to be more assertive, to say what you really feel, to say what you really mean, because otherwise we live a life of quiet desperation, you know, living a life where we, we wish we ha- did have the balls or we did have the, the, uh, the certainty that it's okay to dance, that it's okay to start a podcast, that it's okay to express your feelings open heartedly, regardless if someone else can relate or appreciate it or not. I don't give a damn about how you feel about me. This is what I want to do. So mm-hmm. for me, I just like to look at everyone that's when they're celebrating their birthday season, what can I learn from these type of people in a sense of the Aquarius people, the Aries people what the Sagittarius people what can I learn from them that I don't that I need to just implement a little more in my life right
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah that would you definitely uh, you schooled me like on that sister sign thing that was I, I've never heard of the sister sign so I was
1: yeah. <laughs> so this is your cancer your sister sign is Capricorn
0: okay I don't even know when's Capricorn and um January
1: I guess oh. yeah a Capricorn is like Christmas time until Martin Luther King day
0: oh okay 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 I, I'm gonna have to I got homework to do after we hang up <laughs> I gotta go invest, investigate I gotta go investigate oh my goodness thank you you uh ooh, you are a wealth of knowledge for me so so now I I've just heard about in my 44 years I think I just heard of the birth chart maybe about A year to two years ago i heard because now that i'm stepping into you know more of this um spiritual world and and so on i heard the birth birth chart thing okay i didn't quite know where it was it was like you gotta know the time of day you were born and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. the universe is just so funny because i did not know what time of day i was born the birth certificate I, i have is um is like a reprint from the, you know, from the, like the office. So they just have basically your parents' name and your name on it, but no other details on it. Mm. Okay. So I've been, ha- I've had this birth certificate forever. And when I did have my original birth certificate, let's say when I was 18 years old, my mother gave it to me, it was like a photocopy. It was like, you know, all rolled up. Like it was just like broke down, beat down. Cause in the old days, you needed to carry a birth certificate around. <laughs> you, know, you go to doctors and, you know, so everything just was more beat down yeah it was no on your phone take a picture of it and just keep it so um and I asked my mother I was like what time of day I was I was when she was like I have no idea she just didn't know (laughs) so (laughs) the universe and then so um I was in my mother's home and I was um going through the universe I swear it'd be listening so I would I had a podcast on um the moon and, the, and so then the woman that I was doing the podcast, with, she was like, well, you know, she was talking about the birth chart. She was like, well, what time of day you so I was like, I don't know. my mother doesn't know, so I have no idea. And so she was talking to me on Zoom about this. And then I swear within three or four days when I was cleaning up some paperwork and stuff like that, what falls out? My birth certificate. The universe was listening. It gave me my birth certificate and I saw I was born at 226. In <laughs> afternoon? in the afternoon yes
1: Aww. how how uh, as the world turns was on how huh? my mama said i was born when as the world. well no she went to labor at two in the afternoon so i said that's when uh as the world tones stories though.
0: oh yeah 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 the stories oh my god my father oh, my, that was like my whole childhood <laughs> Listen to all my children in the background <laughs> mm-hmm. okay so um but yeah i didn't Went off on a tangent talking about how I this I, I needed to find my um the time of day I was born, but the universe gave it to me. Thank you, universe, for giving Thank me the you. time of day. Thank, Thank you. Me. So now I actually finally was able to get my birth chart. And um, so what is a birth chart? Like, you know, so people can know what this is.
1: Right. Okay, so um your birth chart, you guys, you may also hear it referred to as a natal chart, N-A-T-A-L. Natal chart, birth chart, same thing. It's basically a snapshot of at 226 in the afternoon on the date that you were born. This is exactly where the planets were aligned when you were being birthed through your mother's womb. Mm-hmm. So literally, like at that moment, where were the planets stationed at? Mm-hmm. So even though you're a cancer, you have other signs um, that affect other different uh that, in- that affect other parts of you, if that makes any sense. So your sun sign is based on the date you were born so you know let's say it was you know january 1st 2002 or whatever that would be your sun sign date but because you were born in let's say you know tuscaloosa alabama now your moon sign may be libra and because it was in tuscaloosa alabama on this day at 2:26 in the afternoon now your rising sign is in aries or whatever right so you have multiple signs. So you have your sun sign, but you have a moon sign, rising, Mercury, Venus, all of the planets, literally all the way down to Pluto. So um, based on at that time of um, at that time of day on the date you were born, it's a snapshot of where the planets were. If you want to find out your birth chart or your natal chart, literally just type it into Google it'll pop up. I usually use the link astrolabe or alave. I usually use that link, but you can also download the CoStar app, which I would recommend as well because it gives an outline of which house the planets are in, and it gives a paragraph description of, of each sign, and it gives updates on a daily, weekly basis in regards to what the planets are doing and how they're affecting you specifically. So it's a little more detailed as opposed to just looking at your horoscope in the back of a magazine or newspaper. It's
0: very interesting. Now you said with co-star, C O S T A R, right?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so now with the birth chart, like it's very detailed because it has like all of these planets and stuff, and so it can be really confusing. But if someone wants to simplify it, would they first need to just really know their sun, moon, and air sign or or rising sign? Um, are those like the, those three elements the most important or?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, Your, um, your big three, as you may hear it referenced, is going to be your sun sign, moon, and your rising. Your, your sun sign is basically your personality traits. So my sun sign is in Virgo. I act like a Virgo. So in a sense of, that perfectionist, like, oh, did I get this right? You know, did I, you know, asking all the questions so that I get it right or working efficiently or being like the helper friend or being very health conscious? Those are all like Virgo traits. Yeah. My moon sign is in Cancer. So your moon sign is base- basically how you process your emotions. So even though my personality is Virgo, how I process my emotions is Cancer. Your moon sign is also kind of your shadow not your shadow self, but it's the side of you that people really don't get to see. It's the side that you don't express to the world. Think of like when you're crying, you're crying yourself to sleep, how no one is around, kind of that energy. Mm -hmm. So my moon sign is in cancer. So um, what that means is cancer is a water sign. Water, Water signs are naturally emotional, sensitive, intuitive, compassionate. But they're also a cancer, it's a damn crap, right? So they have this hard shell. So they may act like, oh, I'm fine, everything's fine. But really it's just gushiness underneath and I still got these claws. So even though I may be really sad, I may put up these walls, I may put up this shell because I don't wanna bring anybody else's bob down. I wanna protect myself so I have these claws. So it's like, if you get too close, I may snap at you because it's how I really feel. And I, this is why I was trying to get away from you to begin because I know I'm gonna snap on you if you get too close. So please just leave me alone. Just give me a day. Like my friends, my family, they know like, if I just kinda just don't talk to you for like two or three days, I'm coming back. I just literally need to be by myself. Hello? I don't wanna talk to anybody. I don't wanna explain what I'm feeling because I don't know what I'm feeling. So don't even ask me. So they know like, if I snap at you, I'm just I'm just processing my stuff. You know, I don't mean it. Just literally give me time. But my my rising sign, your rising sign is based on when people first meet you, their first impression of you is that you're a blank zodiac sign. So my rising is in Pisces. Again, it's a water sun, watery, compassionate, intuitive, sensitive. But Pisces is the final zodiac sign. So Pisces deals with a lot of spirituality, a lot of wisdom. Think of like, you know, old soul type of energy. So I've, like ever since I was younger, I've always been told I was an old soul as well. So that kind of fed into the whole 70s energy. Like maybe I was here before because, you know, I'm such an old soul. Like even as a kid, like grown adults would be asking me life advice. Like about relationships, like girl, I ain't even starting my period yet, but here you go, know, what you you do? You know, like, so I've always been like, considered an old soul. Mm-hmm. And with Pisces, they typically have really nice feet. Cause like Pisces are ruled by the feet. I have really high arches and you know, I'm a dancer. So I have like really high arches. So that's kind of like my little Pisces attribute. And Pisces, they tend to take, they tend to look drunk or hot all the time. Like they just look like spaced out. So just think of like people from like the seventies, how they are just like, la 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 la. Like think of that energy with Pisces. Like just like dreamy eyes, like not drunk or hot, but like dreamy, like they're somewhere else. Like the heads of the clouds type of energy. Ooh, okay. I
0: was- <laughs> again like now you know i I didn't think about the signs with giving like you know
1: appearances yes Mm -hmm. like cancers are typically short um torches are typically wide oh um i want to say gemini's usually have like a long neck um cancers are short leos typically have big hair or just no noticeable hair so the person that's like always dyeing their hair or they're always just, no, yeah, Diana hair, big hair, mm-hmm. big curls, big, big, by the ways. Um, Virgo, what is Virgo? Virgo is usually neat and dainty because, again, it's like that perfectionist, virgin-y type of energy. Libra is very pink, glitter, flash, beautiful because Libra is ruled by Venus like Taurus. So very um, beautiful. I think Barbie when I think of Libra. I think Disney princess with Libra energy. Okay. Um, Scorpio, black. They're wearing black. Um, Sagittarius, they don't really have a, a distinct feature, but Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter, which is the largest planet in the um solar system so Sagittarius is big on expansion world travel philosophy go big go home so they may just have something that's exaggerated on them oh. um Capricorn it's usually it's kind of like Virgo meets Scorpio so maybe like a slick back ponytail black power suit um it's yeah it's very Virgo meets Scorpio energy when I think of Capricorn Aquarius is like Crazy funky hair, clothes that nobody else is wearing. Like they're the oddball. They want to be the the black sheep. They want to be the redheaded stepchild, for lamest term. They want to be the odd. They want to stand out, Aquarius. So, just something, just like what about their appearance? And then Pisces think like, like dreamy, watery. So like long bell sleeves, long skirts. Like you know that "Ah," that type of energy. So yeah. not to say like everybody with that sign does that, but typically like their rising is gonna be with that, within that sign, it has some type of characteristic like that. And did you say Aries? Oh shit, Aries, Um, I noticed Aries like red or black is usually like a theme color with them. Okay. Red or black, yeah, because they're, so maybe like short hair, mm-hmm. but yeah, Aries is gonna be like that funky, edgy, like that energy. Okay. Okay. Uh, and Another
0: thing that you made made sense for me because most of my life, I just, only thing I knew is I was a cancer and that's it. I didn't know about this, this moon sign, this, this rising, this, this is, that was all gibberish to me. But, mm-hmm. um, but everyone said, oh, you're a cancer. So you must be emotional. And that's the crazy thing is I'm like, I'm so not emotional. Like I'm not <laughs> over here in te- tears. I am not crying at that movie. Like, I'm not that person and people would think just because I say I'm a cancer, I'm in tears and I'm not, I'm like, I don't, I'm not emotional like that. Mm-hmm. But now that you, now that I know your emotions is more under the moon, under the moon sign, right? Yes. So that means my emotions would be of a Virgo.
1: Correct. Mm-hmm. So that-
0: so that's why I guess I'm not emotional. I don't know what Virgo's emotions are like, but.
1: <laughs> like, Yeah, because it's funny because I am a Virgo, but I'm mad emotional. And, I, you know, as I'm grown older, I have grown to appreciate it because every energy is needed somewhere. Right. Yeah. Like if everybody's getting too, you know, hardcore and ballsy, we need somebody to remind us to be intuitive. And then if we're getting too emotional, too soft, we need somebody to toughen us back up. Right so every energy is needed depending on the situation so with you being a Virgo moon and we're opposite some Virgo sun cancer moon You're cancer sun Virgo moon so isn't that cool you guys Um, so you're um like they say Virgos are very diplomatic because we're an earth sign right so earth signs are going to be grounded in their emotions so I would say someone that has a water moon will find more compatibility with someone that has an earth moon because they can help them hey Pull yourself together, type of energy, right? We sometimes we need somebody to be like, hey, it's not that deep, it's not that serious, like it's not the end of the world. So you're more diplomatic. So when something bad happens, you're not gonna be like, oh my god, the world's ended. You're gonna be like, okay, what yeah. do I have control over? Okay, this is step one. All right, what resources do I have? Okay, this is
0: step two. Oh my goodness, you—that is me. Oh. oh my god. <laughs> You oh, are I me mean to the T. And, and and my husband's the opposite of me. Like, he is the one, like, he's emotional. And I, I don't know his details and his lines. But he's an Aquarius. But, like, everything is like, oh, my God, I can't believe that. How is she? And I'm like, you know, I'm the one exactly the way you explain, explained it. And it, it gets on his nerves because uh-huh. he's staying that emotion. And mm-hmm. what needs to be there with the emotion. And I'm coming up with a game plan.
1: Right. <laughs> and, and- Only so much crap we can do now.
0: Uh, Yes. Yes. Oh my. So now it makes sense because I just didn't understand. I'm like, I'm not emotional. Why is everyone thinking I should be emotional? Uh, Oh my goodness. So, so what does the rising sign mean? Like when, so now we know what the camp, the sun sign is what you are. Mm -hmm. The moon sign is what your emotions are. Mm -hmm. So then now what is the rising sign? What does that mean?
1: So the rising is, um with like a first impression that's what you come off to people as so even though I'm a Virgo my personality is a Virgo but you, you're not going to necessarily see my personality when you first meet me yeah. you may see that oh my gosh she's so nice oh my gosh she's like a little fairy like floating around everywhere you know she's like here and there like just a little ball of energy right yeah so um because I, Pisces is right there with Aries as well, and like when people see me, like, "Oh my God, you're so wise! You look so young, but you're so wise!" Right? Because I'm 33, people think I'm like still in my 20s. Yes, little shameless age plug right there. Um, but yeah, so like people may see like, "Oh my God, you look so young, but you're so wise beyond your years." First impression energy is going to be your rising sign, and I actually heard that as you age, you you kind of grow more into your rising sign rather than your sun sign.
0: Oh, Okay. So first impression energy is the rising sign. So mine's is Libra. I don't even know where the Libra is. Um, anything about that sign. I don't even know if I know anyone that's a Libra. What is Um, is the the Libra sign there?
1: So Libra is right after Virgo. That's going to be the end of September until about October 22nd, somewhere in there. Some famous Libras, you got Will Smith, um cardi b kim k amber rose so i would notice like i would say unevolved libra energy unevolved because every sign has evolved unevolved right Mm -hmm. so the unevolved libra energy is very codependent that's the friend that breaks up with somebody and they're immediately in another relationship they gave themselves no time to heal you ask the libra what they want to eat i don't care whatever you want to eat Okay, what do you want? Oh, it doesn't matter. Whatever you want. Like, they're very, like, kind of self-deprecating. They always put themselves last because they just love love so much. So, like, when you think, like, Disney princess, like, always planning for your wedding. And, oh, when well, my Prince Charming comes, and I'm going to be perfect. Because, you know, we just came out of that Virgo energy. So, it's like, so I'm going to be perfect. And, you know, I'm going to look really beautiful. And just put my best face forward. You never know who you're going to meet today. And just, you know, just always trying to get balanced. Because mm-hmm. Libra is the scales, so they always want to have balance. So let's say if something is bothering a Libra, unevolved Libra energy won't won't speak their truth. Because remember they're an air sign, so it's uh, air signs all about communication, ideas, right? So unevolved air energy is not using your voice, not exercising your throat chakra, not speaking your truth, not saying, "Damn it, I don't want pizza again. I want sushi. Mm-hmm. I want luxury." Like because Venus is also ruled by. Venus, which Venus is the planet of love, beauty, relationships, money, security. So that's why Libra looks very like flashy, glitter, peaks, because of the Venus energy, very Venusian energy, feminine energy. Um, but air, air sign energy is also unevolved. Air sign energy, very gossipy. Because remember we're dealing with communication, right? So think of negative communication, gossip, slander, um, hurtful communication. You know, not able to use their words. Um in a in a professional sense, and maybe like a lot of swear because they don't have a, an accelerated vocabulary. That's shadow energy. Mm-hmm. But evolved energy, Libra energy is gonna restore balance within themselves. Because what they what was it saying? I saw it said to keep the peace on the outside with everybody else is to start a war within yourself. So mm-hmm. yeah, you may not want to disturb the peace and say, you know what, I know everybody else wants peace, but I really want sushi. You're only making yourself pissed off because now you eating something, you're consuming something, you're consuming energy you don't even want. And you had the power to use your voice, but you denied it. You denied your truth. You de- denied your intention or, or your intuition saying, you know, that's not what you want, right? Yeah, yeah. but I want to make them happy. Meanwhile, they might not even want the pizza either. They just want somebody else to say something because maybe they're trying to keep the peace as well. Not everybody doing what they don't want to do. And that's why people stay in these broken relationships because ain't nobody speaking up you know um so yeah that's libra energy they're the they're the scales unevolved is trying to you know keep the peace with everybody else but as you get older and you learn your lessons because every zodiac sign has a life lesson to learn you learn hey i need to honor my truth i need to love myself first instead of trying to get in another relationship with somebody else and try to prove to them that i'm worthy of their love i need to speak my truth for me rather than just saying what they want what i think they want to hear right? I need to put myself first instead of always playing the supporting actor. I can be the star too. You know, I don't have to be the two. I'm not, I'm not the, I'm the one, not the two, right? So yeah. that's Libra Energy. Okay, okay. So you, So Libra
0: Energy, they start off unevolved and then they get evolved? Is that how um,
1: well, just everyone, every sign is going to be evolved or unevolved depending on who you are, right? Because I'm, I'm sure you've met some grown adults that are still in high school. <laughs> i'm sure you come across them yeah i was just trying to
0: figure out what when you were describing the leave i'm like what parts is me i mean i feel like um the part with the throat chakra um like that you know that was definitely my path i'm not probably just putting myself last with so much and things like that but now i'm stepping into the involvedness because of becoming unique so i'm gaining my voice and you know in and, and understanding what i want and making making sure it happens um so I'm moving into that place so um I, yeah I was just trying to you know see but like the Virgo was just so on point with me I was just trying to see how the Libra would be on point with me as well too <laughs> I
1: noticed like you may resonate with um one of your other placements more than you do your sun sign because I know for me like when I watch like my uh tarot scopes or my astrology videos and stuff the Pisces is usually more spot on than my Virgo Mm. rising sign so and that's another thing too like when you're checking for your um your astrology report or astrology forecast whatever watch for all three watch for your big three don't just watch for the cancer watch for your virgo and your libra
0: okay okay so watch for the um the sun the moon and the rising
1: yeah um anytime you read up on like your zodiac or whatever read for all three because one of the other may resonate more for you And
0: another word for the rising sign would be ascendant, right?
1: Correct. Mm
0: -hmm. Someone sees it. They'd be like, where's my rising sign? It's the ascendant sign.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, That's actually what you would see most of, the ascendant. But um, when you see it is translated to be the rising. But then after that, it goes into like
0: all of like the planets or something like that. Or not all of the planets, but you know so then what would be the next most important one would it be mercury
1: so i would say there's a big six like there's a big three but there's six you really need to know so you got your sun moon rising but then your mercury is how you communicate
0: okay Mars
1: is your um, masculine energy and then your venus is your feminine energy so like when it comes to like love compatibility look for your moon uh, mars and venus in comparison to um the other person
0: okay wait a minute so mercury is your communication sign mm-hmm.
1: how you communicate so like for example i'm a my uh, mercury is a libra so like just how i said libra uninvolved. is very like Self-sacrificing, self-deprecating, like oh, you come before me. My needs don't matter. You wait. You hold more weight than I do. You hold more value than I do. No, Libra, you you hold more value too. So, like when I when I communicate, it's very um, cause again, Libra energy is Venusian. It's the love planet, right? It's the love sign. So when I speak it may resonate with people well because it's like oh well you put it in such a way that's digestible or you put it in a way that makes sense because a Libra sign is an air sign, it's a sign of communication right like some of the best um, artists are Geminis, Mm -hmm. they're Geminis or Virgos I've noticed but um but anyway just having a Mercury in an air sign is that typically good communicators Um, Your Mercury is in Gemini. So yeah, your Mercury is in Gemini. So typically, um, Mercury air signs are typically good conversationalists, um, good researchers. They communicate well. They can process information and translate it to people to where it's digestible and it makes sense to them. So um, yeah, that's the Mercury sign. Okay.
0: Okay, that's good to know. Um, So that's when to start to understand your communication you need to look at your mercury sign okay school mm-hmm. school school i'm getting so school so now, <laughs> now you said um the masculine within mars
1: yeah so everyone has masculine energy and feminine energy mm-hmm. it's just how much of a balance is in each right so even though you're a woman you have masculine energy even though your husband is a man obviously he has feminine energy we just all have to understand where it shows up in our life so masculine energy is is structured business grounded um, tradition think like like a stubborn old man kind of think that right just being consistent like you know just Ooh. sex sex, passion Mars Mars energy is ruled in Aries. Aries is a fire element, right? So that passion, aggression, think war, that's masculine, testosterone energy, Um, being assertive, right? Telling people exactly how you feel. Think like Wolf on Wall Street energy. Think um, 300, that, that, yeah, that ah, military energy. Okay, Okay. Energy is Venus. So remember, Venus rules Taurus and Libra. Venus is the planet of love, beauty, relationships. So Venus is on the opposite side of the spectrum, very flowy, very, oh, it's okay, we'll take our time, very um, nurturing, um, intuitive. It's not not so logical, but what feels right. Mars energy is going to do what's logical, what makes the most sense. Regardless, um, it's going to leave emotion out of it. Okay. Venus feminine energy is total emotion. Very, you know, very intuitive, very gray area. Mars okay. energy is like black or white, this okay. or that. Venus is like, no, let's meet somewhere in the middle type of energy.
0: Okay, so I see my um, feminine energy is in my sun sign, Cancer. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm i assuming, I think with my feminine energy, I'm, I'm holy. Yeah. For home. So I take that part, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, but Leo, I don't know much about the Leo sign because that's my masculine. My one of my daughters is a Leo, but I'm not really familiar um with the sign. What would that mean for me in masculine?
1: Okay, so um masculine with the Mars and Leo. So again, that's a fire sign. Leo is bold, theatrical unevolved leo energy will be dramatic right like oh well like oh my god like diva like oh my god i didn't get my tea so i can't go on i can't do anything you know that like just very dramatic
0: <laughs> that, i see that in my daughter yes <laughs>
1: yeah, Okay, so that's like that unevolved leo energy of ego just think pure ego so uh-huh. the diva energy ego think um like like leo is the lion Lion is the king of the jungle. Like, lion is the king, the first, the top. I am the one and not the two type energy. So, for you to have a Mars and Leo energy, I think that's badass. That's you really just crown on your head, big hair, like just big personality, just really asserting yourself in your masculine. So, I think that's very cool. My Mars is in Virgo, actually.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, so your sun sign.
1: Yeah, so like uh like with the Mars and Virgo, it's kind of like my masculine energy doesn't go until it's Virgo approved, if that makes any sense. Because you guys like it perfect. Yeah, so it's like it's not so much go, you feel me? So if you didn't have a fire Mars, I think that's so badass because Mars is that fiery, aggressive energy. So it's home with that Leo. So
0: with the masculine and feminine, like Since I know these, like when I say, oh, I need to tap into it or does it just come like naturally or do I like, and you say I'm, I need to tap into my master.
1: Yeah. Like I think both, I think it could be intentional and unintentional. I think it also comes with time because as we grow older, right. We start to develop. So as we grow older, as women, we start to develop breasts. We get our period. We start to get a little booty, a little thigh meat, right? We start to notice other people growing and developing. We start to get that attraction. So sexual attraction, Mars. Love and intimacy, Venus. Okay. So you kind of see how, like, women, were. we start out very Venus energy, like, oh, my fairy tale, my prince, you know, oh, I'm going to be a good girl. I'm and then the boys are just horn dogs. You know, they just want to, like, spread their seed, and then and then like, tap in. But as they get older, they realize beauty fades. And you're really just someone that's going to love you for you and accept you. And that's very, like, Venus energy, right? But then women, as we get older, we start to get a higher sex drive. We start to make more money, which is masculine energy, that financial stability, making more money. We start to become assured of ourselves because now we don't experience relationships where people don't try us through work, through friendships, through love. And we're like, we're picking off those pieces of conditioning that says sit still, look pretty. No, the man come first. No, the kids come first. No, damn it, if I'm not me first, nobody else is getting served. That's Mars energy. So I feel like men... As they grow older, they become they, they um, step more into their Venus energy. They're a little more allowing, oh, the wife is always right. Happy wife, happy life. Oh, let me settle down. These hoes ain't loyal. Oh, that girl, she's been down with me since day one. Let me go ahead and put a ring on it. And then the women are like, bump that? Yeah. No. Like, you know, like, it's time to get me now.
0: Yeah, so it shifts. Yeah, so then as the woman gets older, she starts stepping into her masculine. And then as the men get older, they start going more into the feminine side. Okay, yeah. right. okay. So I, I'm schooled. I'm schooled So I'm good. I'm happy I know that my masculine is Leo. Is now yeah, is it. It's now that confidence So like, yes. I'm about to- yes. I'm the king <laughs> and it's okay. I'm I'm the king now. Look at me. I'm yeah. the
1: king. <laughs>
0: yes. And then, so okay, so those are now the, now we did the main six. And now what's left over would be Jupiter and Pluto, right? Or is there yes. um, so- and Venus and Neptune as well too? Okay
1: so yes. so um the big six are like the ones you for show sure need to know especially when it comes to like love and compatibility look for that moon venus and mars and see how it complements each other and just a little note on that too um for example so since you have a water venus cancer venus if for someone else like because i don't know the signs your husband or whatever but let's just say he's a capricorn um or let's see like a capricorn venus Uh We have water he has earth so it's complimentary right he's not gonna it's not gonna be too much water let's say he's a water venus like a scorpio venus that may be a little too much water or um with his mars let's say he's an aries mars and mars rules aries there may be a little too much fire when it comes to that mars so that's like another way you can look at love compatibility too it's not just your sun sign it's your moon your venus your mars all that and to see how it Relate
0: to each other yeah. so see if i can figure his birth chart out by whatever signs we are we is complete opposites There ain't nothing similar. <laughs> There is. we is the sun and the moon we is the, yin
1: oh. the <laughs> uh,
0: so um, the yin and the yang that's complete opposites, but it's just, that's right.
1: that's what's
0: up. yeah <laughs> but um let's so what's the next important out of those um so would it be like Uranus, Neptune, or Pluto?
1: I would say Jupiter. After the big six, Jupiter would be your next one. So Jupiter, um, like if y'all remember from the solar system, Jupiter is the largest planet in the solar system. It's the one with the red dot, pretty sure. Or Jupiter with the rain. No, Saturn has the rays. Um, So Jupiter is the largest planet in the solar system. Um, so Jupiter is ruled by Sagittarius, which comes after Scorpio right before Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Jupiter... Um, it's orange in color. So when you think of Jupiter, think, since it's the largest planet, think expansion. So when you think expansion, dream big. Um, world travel. Philosophy, so big ideas. Um, go big or go home. So when you think go big or go home, you may think, hey, I'm partying and I'm going to go big, go home, buddy. Or with this sport, I'm going to go big, go home. Like they just, like it's, it's fire energy. So it's Full fire, blaze of glory, ah, type energy. Mm-hmm. But fire is a flame, like here today, gone tomorrow, right? Oh, you know, yeah. I, you know, it's like fire, 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 and then I'm like put, I'm burnt out. Or think of like the men, the toxic men that ghost you, that's unevolved fire energy. Mm-hmm. Like you're here today, gone tomorrow. Like, yes, I'm a flame, I'm going, I'm going, but I could one blow and I'm gone. I'm out, buddy. Okay. And nothing else for me. So with your Jupiter, That's usually where your luck uh, rests at. So like for me, for example, my Jupiter is an Aries. So my luck, my fortune, which is Jupiter. Jupiter energy is fortune, luck, expansion. So for me, my Aries, my Jupiter is an Aries. My luck, my fortune, my expansion will come from me being independent. Remember, my North Node is also an Aries. So in this lifetime, I need to... Um, become okay with being independent because um, my south so your opposite of your north node is your south node your south node is in past lifetimes what type of energy did you have and what do you need to come out of so like I said earlier I'm coming out of people pleasing energy because my south node is in Libra Libra is very self-deprecating, self-like. Oh, you before me, I'm the best supporting actor because you're the star, you hold more value than me. So I, I love to exalt people. I love to put people on a pedestal. I love to cheer people on. You can do it, you can do it. What about you, Chi Chi? No, don't worry about me. You can do it, you can do it. I need to come out of that South Node Libra energy and step more into my North Node Aries energy. So again, going back to the Jupiter, the planet of expansion, luck, fortune, I will find my fortune and good luck in uh, stepping more into that independent energy of Aries. So Aries is fire, it's first, it's young, it's playful, it's selfish. And at times, especially as women, we have to be selfish because the world would take from us because we allow it because we were conditioned to do that ever since we were young girls we were conditioned as young girls to be givers right Mm -hmm. to always serve everyone else and not to say that's a bad thing or that you shouldn't do it but everything in moderation everything in harmony not even necessarily balance because it may not be an even balance Mm -hmm. it may be a harmony y'all get 10 over here but everybody over here gonna get 75 and i need to leave 15 for me now you know so um just finding that harmony in things so your luck, whatever sign your your Jupiter is, that's where you're going to find your luck and your fortune. So for me, I need to stop thinking that, oh, you need a buddy or you need a partner. You could do this on your own or you could be a pioneer of something because Aries energy, remember it's the first, right? It's the first sign. So it's the pioneer. It's the, where everybody else is doing, B, I'm going to go over here and do C. You know, because it's it's the the path less traveled. I'm I'm the trailblazer. I'm I'm setting it off, you know. If like and that's so true for me too, because like if if we're like picking, if if they're like anybody got a question, I'm the first to raise my hand. Mm -hmm. If if, you know, like if I'm not the type to wait on everybody else, like shit, I'll do it. Like any volunteers, I'll do it. I'll try it. Anybody want to take this there? I'll do it. So it's just being more confident with taking risks, taking that leap of faith being first, being wrong also, because if you're being first, you're doing the path less travel, there may be some trial and error, mm-hmm. and you're going to need to keep that fire to keep going, to keep pressing through. Yes, you may burn out fire sign from time to time, but you you can ignite that flame again and again and again and keep going, but just trust and know and believe you can do this independently, and then everybody else will catch up eventually, and then they can they can fan your flames, but don't, don't not take the step because you risk falling. Mm-hmm. That's Aries energy, not being afraid to make mistakes. Like with kids, like I say, Aries is the first time they're the youngest. Babies, they try to stand up, they fall. They stand up, they fall. They keep trying. You yeah. don't have to tell them to keep trying because they're going to do it regardless. And that's Aries energy. They're they going to do it regardless. Mm-hmm. Don't tell the Aries what to do. They're going to do it regardless.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: You <laughs> know that
0: Jupiter is your, the, the energy of your luck. What's the tour? Well, I'm a tourist, and um, and that- now I don't really know about tourists. Like, what's their energy or their
1: first energy? That's the um, it's Earth, so like Virgo and Capricorn. Any Earth sign is going to focus on growth and stability. Yeah. So that's money matters, that's gardening, that's building a house, building a career, building relationships because it's also Venus energy. Venus rules love beauty relationships so that same energy for like Libra energy if you're gonna see it in Taurus as well but it's more grounded so oh. I know Tauruses all my Taurus friends they're foodies Tauruses they either love to cook or love to eat so um with that Taurus energy it's making sure we're planting roots you know taking care of the home, because Taurus and Cancer complement each other very well. So Taurus energy is, you know, making the money. Like Taurus is, they're very well put together because again, Venus energy, beauty, love, relationships. Taurus rules the heart, not the heart, but that heart area in a sense because it is green energy. So think of nature, think of lush, beauty, plants, money. Taurus is going to have their money. They gonna go get the money. But Taurus is also ruled by the bull. Mm -hmm. so just like the aries they're gonna go taurus is gonna go and it's a bull so they may keep going into a brick wall they may keep going they keep going and it's like unevolved taurus energy is very stubborn you can't tell them anything but (laughs) but evolved taurus energy confident also unevolved taurus energy which I've, i've noticed with a lot of my friends unevolved Taurus energy is very critical of themselves actually all earth signs are super critical of themselves so evolved Taurus energy will be will offer a little more grace to yourself mm. understand that you know it's it's not gonna be perfect and that's that that stubborn energy too like no i'm right i'm right no 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 my idea no Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you're not right this time. Maybe somebody else has a better idea, you know? Um, so that Taurus energy, again, green, money, foodies, like, again, they're great hosts. They love to provide food, create experiences. Think luxe life with Taurus energy, like just, just top tier, just giving their best, right? Mm-hmm. So in looking at a Jupiter where your luck will come in with Taurus energy, Taurus rules the second house, which again is, is in money, um your Jupiter and Taurus I would say just really focusing on finances focusing on growth focusing on growth and stability
0: Mm -hmm.
1: focusing on that it's going to be where you win because like I said Taurus is ruled by Venus energy so Venus is love beauty relationships so just incorporating those elements mm-hmm okay. your luck and your expansion of forces is going to come from according to the
0: jupiter oh so th- thank you that's so informative so my luck will come if i stay focused on growth so this is this is so informative so people can start to understand how they can navigate their lives to be so beneficial to them because yeah. uh, you know they may be looking at tv or instagram and they're t- they, you know it's telling them to do this but yet in their in their charts, it may mean to be like, don't worry about going that route. You need to worry about building your roots and growing and being stable to build your luck. So that is um so thank you for clarifying that. And okay. closing out the the um the planets. Um should we do Nep- Neptune or Uranus?
1: Um honest I don't know too much about the Neptune Uranus, but what I do know in regards to Neptune, Neptune rules Pisces. So Pisces is the dream, the spiritual intelligence, the wisdom, ideas, innovation, even, I want to say is um, Neptune energy, like technologies, like that type of energy. So maybe your your wisdom, maybe, because again, like, I I honestly, you know, need to do more research myself because there's just so much to do it's oh, so much to learn, but I want to say just knowing that Neptune rules Pisces and that's that wisdom, that higher intellect, emotional intelligence, dreams being a visionary ideas. big Oh yours is Sagittarius. So Sagittarius that's ruled by Jupiter. Sagittarius is big ideas. So maybe world views having mm-hmm. ideas in worldviews. Um, okay. Mm, okay okay Sagittarius is philosophy. And philosophy, that's big idea thinking too. Uranus, mm-hmm. though, I wanna say Uranus gives an indicator of how you're gonna pass, how you're gonna transition, how you're gonna die.
0: Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. so Uranus is about your ending.
1: About your transformation, yeah. Oh. Your, your okay. But means- yours and Scorpio. So that makes total sense. The Scorpio is about the underworld, transformation, the darkness. Um yeah just just transformation like coming like think like the depths rising up so think like maybe a phoenix rising up think um hidden traumas rising up think um past abuse rising up it's that energy of dark dark energy coming to the light being released so I'm not sure what your indicator of uh, with your right, Uranus being a Scorpio, but whenever Kobe Bryant p- passed, I want to say his um, whatever placement his Uranus was in, it was indicative of um, dying by by flight, by like being up in the air. Okay. So the fact that he had a helicopter crash, it made sense, you know, with that. So um, yeah, that's, but Uranus and they, it's a little joke. Like Uranus is, they say like it's an asshole in a sense, cause like you see Uranus. So Uranus, like whenever you hear Uranus is in retrograde or Uranus is, if, there, if there's some type of planetary shift with Uranus, it's usually like I'm getting like nails on a chalkboard, thinking screeching tires, thinking like okay. just just shaking stuff up, like oh my god, like like just just out of nowhere, like what the f type moments, like. Yeah. If, if Uranus was a person, it would be an a-hole. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just shaking, <laughs> like, just, 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 destruction in a sense. Just like, just messing stuff up. Mm-hmm. You're okay. right. So again, I need to do more, reading, but from what I know, off the top of my head, Neptune, Uranus, that's what it's pertaining to. And then Pluto, that's like a generational thing. So it's not even any, anything for you specifically, but anybody that was born within like five years of the year that you were born, like five, ten years, something like that, they're going to have a Pluto and Libra as well.
0: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then Saturn is the last one, right?
1: Um, Saturn, yeah, so Saturn is dealing with your structures. So Saturn is going to be structures, rules, think like, think like mean dad energy. Like, okay gotta do this you gotta go this way think like being forced to go to church or being forced to go to college like those structures like higher education like the 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 formalities that you have to do so it's kind of like like raging against the system when it comes to your Saturn. so your your saturn energy so my saturn is in um my saturn is in sagittarius so, Sagittarius, again, it's fire, it's you know, world travel, philosophy, expansion, big thinker, having big fun. So, with me, I need to combat with my Saturn and Sagittarius. Stop thinking so small minded. Think bigger. Stop, you know, being okay with going to the same one or two spots here and there. Try other places because Sagittarius energy, they're also big foodies as well they're foodies because they love experiencing other cultures because they love learning about other cultures hence the world travel energy Mm -hmm. so with me the saturn energy that i need to kind of rage against the machine i kind of need to like like um it's kind of like bring down the patriarchy energy when it comes to your saturn like what do you need to overcome Mm -hmm. to kind of step more into that masculine energy so i need to get over that I need to step more Sagittarius. Like, stop thinking so small, think bigger. Stop being okay with not experiencing more to like. There's so much more to experience. Or um, stop feeling like you're not as lucky as you are. You have so much more luck to use than you ever imagined. So that Saturn is kind of like that rage against the machine, tear down the patriarchy type energy. Okay. So yours is in, what, Leo. So, just off the top of my head, Saturn, maybe get over the fact that it's okay to have a little more ego. Maybe you don't have as much ego as you probably should. Yes. Um, be a little more bold. Like it's kind of like, like say if there was a bouncer at a club, that's Saturn. What's the password, and then I'll let you in. Like, what do you need to? Hey, man, look, I, I belong here. Okay, cool. I'll let you in. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of accepting it's okay to be a boss. It's okay to be bolder. It's okay to be bigger. It's okay to assert yourself. Okay. Like, it's that energy you need to stand up to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because I do think uh, I spend a lot of times so like I'm trying to be too humble and I don't step into the ego. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh where I think I, I should find a little more ego and be like, yes, I am that. No, but no, yeah. no, no, I'm not. No, no.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's such thing as healthy ego. You yeah. Know, everything in moderation, harmony, whatever, because um, we need ego because there's so many people playing small and people pleasing. And, you know, like with ego, it's all about the delivery. It's not necessarily what you say, but how you say it, right? So- with anything people want to work with people that are confident and, and hold on, confident and what's the other word passionate confident yeah. passionate you don't necessarily have to be right yeah. but if you believe in it and you don't mind you know put yourself out there to be judged over and over again i can get behind that you yeah. ain't scared you bold i, I could you know that's i think that's why some people like you know and I, i'm not gonna send this message long. like trump for some reason or kanye because even though they may not make sense Damn it, they don't believe in themselves.
0: Yeah, 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 and yeah. they keep
1: coming back, you know, like they they don't back down. So with anybody, we want to see somebody that's confident and, um, damn, what I just say? Confident and? Passionate. Passionate, yes. So to be confident and passionate, those are characteristics of ego. Mm-hmm. It could be evolved or unevolved ego, but regardless, like you need to believe in yourself. Like I tell people all the time, you have to be the ditty of your life. If you don't believe in you, why should I? Exactly. You know? And also when I tell people that are too much of a people pleaser, you know, oh my God, I don't want the, I don't want to, you know, disappoint them, blah, blah, blah. If you know you're a good friend, so do other people. Mm-hmm. You don't have to keep explaining yourself to people. You don't have to keep bending yourself backwards and you know, oh, I'm here to support you. Okay. Are they here to support you? When are they here to return the favor? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you know, and especially and we also have to allow people to love us as well. Yes, you could probably handle it on your own. Yes, you probably don't need help, but if that's a way for them to be a blessing to you, put your ego to the side and accept the help. Because that's also a challenge with ego as well, knowing, uh, accepting the love and accepting the help, you know, because some people want the ego of, oh, I did it all myself. Some people want the ego of, yeah, I have so many people to help me, I don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. Who's okay. right or who's wrong, you know? <laughs>
0: yeah who's
1: who's smarter? who's not you know so it just really depends on the person and how it relates to them but ego is needed it's just in how you how you communicate it it's not what you say but how you say it
0: yes yes
1: Just like for me like being a personal trainer like it took a while for me to get comfortable with giving orders from across the room to somebody because I felt like I was shouting at them but
0: yes. It
1: was like Sherelle if you're just telling them to do one more set and increase the weight by, by five pounds how does that mean? Mm-hmm. you know so it's not what you say it's just how you're saying I was like hey you need to hey you ain't increasing your way like don't be trying to embarrass nobody like hey did you just finish that set great add another plate on there and give me 15 more reps that wasn't mean I can shout that from across the room, but I had to give myself permission. I had to make peace of saying, okay, I know I'm not a mean person. I know I'm not yelling at them. So until they tell me it's a problem, because they have the free will, just like I have the free will to use my voice and say what works or what doesn't work for me. So until they tell me it's a problem, I'm not going to make it a problem within myself. I'm not going to be fighting, you know, myself. Just when I'm trying to communicate with somebody until they tell me it's a problem, it's not a problem. And we do that all the time, don't we? Mm. Oh, they're mad at me. Oh my God, I was, until they tell you, I didn't like how you came at me. Yeah. Yeah, that is a problem. Especially if you know your intention and that's why it's so important to operate from intention. Know why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. If you're going somewhere, if you accepted an invitation to a dinner you don't want to go to, why are you going and bringing your bad, heavy energy? Mm-hmm. You're doing no one, you're doing no one a favor. All you're doing is stroking your own ego to say, well, at least I cancel on them. Damn, I wish I was at the house. I do not want to be here. Yep. Now you're not even showing who you really are because your essence, I'm I'm sure, would be someone that's if you're going to a birthday dinner, you want to be to, or want to be at, you're gonna be lively, you're gonna be excited, you're gonna be engaged if nothing else. You're at least gonna be engaged in the moment. Mm-hmm. But if you're committing to things that you don't want to do or events and people you don't want to do or be at or experience, you're not you're showing your shadow self. You're showing slump shoulders. You're serving a frown face. You're serving bad energy. You're serving, oh, we don't want her back around. Oh, I don't want you at my birthday dinner. Oh, she's serving mean girl, honey. We don't want her back. Yeah. So you might as well just stay home. You're not ready, child. You're not ready, you know, and people just need to be okay with saying, thank you for the invite. I respectfully decline. Thank you for the invite. I can't make it this time. Let's see about next time. Hey, can we reschedule? Just say what you feel. Yes. And then give it to someone else to figure out if they're offended, if they got their feelings hurt, if they need more clarity, if they have a problem with it, or if they just want to cut you off because you probably want to cut them off anyway. So go ahead and speak your truth because that's why people get stuck in these relationships or partnerships that they, or jobs, that they really don't like or that's unfulfilling because they're afraid to hurt someone's feelings. But you may not be hurting their feelings. They may be waiting for you to say it first. Yeah. (laughs) Mm.
0: You just took us to church. (laughs) (laughs) You just took us to church.
1: (laughs) I I received those flowers
0: yes yes oh thank you thank you thank you thank you for um all those encouraging words and just making you know everything just makes sense so I really appreciate that and oh my goodness like you definitely did you schooled us like I'm gonna have to warn everybody to get a pen and a paper and to really start taking some notes because um you gave us so much information I definitely learned so much more and I'm definitely going to dig deeper because of you so thank you but, um,
1: yes, ma'am. That yes. means so much to me.
0: You have no idea. Yes. And, and, and so we know just like to get started, like this was like a lot for you guys. Just start off with your sun, moon, and air, sun, I mean, sun, moon, and rising sign. Right.
1: Um, mm-hmm.
0: Those are the ones to just get started with. And then just start slowly building into the other signs later on or the other, um, places, placement in your chart later on, but start with those so you can have an idea because like I said, you make it clear for me that I'm not emotional, even though I'm a cancer. But then when you describe the Virgo and Moon, that's more me. Yeah, um, so
1: it's, you, it's so interesting. Yeah, you make it
0: make sense to me. Because I, I just, my whole life, I couldn't understand why I wasn't emotional when everyone told me I, I should be. That makes
1: um,
0: <laughs> me feel so good. Thank you. Yes. And so, um i love to end the show off with everyone telling me, like all of my guests, I ask the one question, what does becoming unique mean to you?
1: Okay. Becoming unique means to me honoring your intuition. Because I feel like your thoughts, your ideas are your own. They're unique to you. And like Les Brown said, one of my favorite motivational speakers, he said, the richest place on earth is the graveyard because that's where all those million dollar ideas went to die for people that didn't believe in themselves. That didn't speak truth to power, that didn't speak their ideas into life, that didn't breathe, you know, breathe into the energy of the woman they want to be or the man they believe they could become. Like that's where people just kind of stop. Like everything starts in the mind this table I'm sitting at, this chair I'm sitting in, this computer I'm looking at, it all started in the mind and it took someone taking action, consistent action, trial and error, you know, building a team, sharing the idea, and then they kept on until the product was made. And then once the product is there, is there, it can be upgraded and, you know, manifested into something greater. So becoming unique for me, honor your intuition when those thoughts come into your head, I don't really wanna go say that. No. Wow. Wow. Okay. She she does, she says no. Wow. She's she's an assertive woman. She's not gonna waste that time in place she don't wanna be or you know becoming unique. I really want to be a creative. I do not wanna do a nine-to-five job anymore. I just really wanna just have fun and just share my passion and earn money for just being me. Honor that intuition honor your higher self speaking to yourself and as you continue to honor those choices, I'm not really in love anymore. they're, they're just not fulfilling me anymore. I'm actually you know interested in this type of person. I actually want to be polyamorous. I don't even want to be in a match uh, monogamous anymore and then you as you honor your intuition, then you take action as you take action you take more action because it's like a leap of faith and oh shoot i didn't fall let me take another step oh shoot not good job now i can run now i can sprint okay let me take a little break because now i got people to help me and now they can carry the ropes for me okay let me get back in the game and it's just you taking those steps and you taking those moments to pause those moments to breathe because you're honoring your intuition that's unique to you And as you honor your intuition, you're building this new person in a sense. But it's really, you're kind of undoing all that conditioning you received as a child, as a preteen, as an adolescent, young adult, whatever. And then you get to that point, not a midlife crisis, but a midlife crisis. You get to a point of like, you know what? I'm not the person I thought I was. And I need y'all to understand that I go by this person now. You will address me as such. Mm -hmm. And when you finally give yourself permission, to honor those intuitions, to, to act on faith and not necessarily by sight, to take that leap of faith, to take that risk, you know, to um, cut this person off, to quit that job, to purchase that LLC, to explore your sexuality a little more, to be a little more creative, whatever. You're building someone the world has never seen before. You're building someone that's unique. You're building someone that is fresh and invigorating because they're living their truth and they're because they're living their truth their energy is of truth so then they meet other people that's also vibrating on the energy of truth and they're attracting other people that appreciate that you're walking that energy of truth because you're leaving behind the people that try to pull you down to their level you're leaving behind the insecure people that try to make you feel insecure as well. You're leaving behind the naysayers and all that conditioning you had to undo and that you're still having to undo because it's a spiritual journey for a reason. You don't necessarily reach a destination because you're always learning about who you are. And as you're learning about who you are, you're also le- meeting other people that's learning about who they are, mm-hmm. right? So I feel like becoming unique Is giving yourself permission to honor your intuition. Give yourself permission to live a little more, speak up a little more, dress up a little more, or maybe dress down a little more. Like whatever it it means to honor your truth fully, wholeheartedly, unconditionally. Prioritizing yourself and knowing that you you are unique. Your thoughts are unique. Your ideas and anything you can manifest in this world, it can be done. But just understand it, it starts in the mind. Your unique mind.
0: Yes. Oh, uh, you ended the show up with a sermon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, like you're freaking out, unique, because you know today is like the well today tomorrow we're in the energy of the new moon on Aquarius, and yeah. you know like I said, I think I mentioned this earlier, but you know, like Aquarius energy, it's very much in the mind, so. Just thinking like, okay, like the pathway I should go in regards to like my creative energy and stuff. So just all these confirmations you're giving me in regards to like, oh, this feels like church. Oh my God, this makes you make this make so much sense. Like I've heard these from other people before. So just you sharing that love with me, it just really, really means so much. It's so timely.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. Oh my goodness. This was amazing. Oh Thank
1: you. Um,
0: I know you you shared at the beginning um your your contact information but do you want to reshare it again um where everyone can like reach you and so on
1: yes please um again thank you all for tuning in you can also catch my podcast my virgo friend i'm also on instagram you can add my virgo friend podcast also add my personal page if you wish chichi babe c-h-e-c-h-e-b-a-b-e i'm located in the orlando area um, but I, I'm also a personal trainer, yogi, dancer. So if you want to do some training with me, reach out. If you want to check out my dance footage, you know, reach out. And just a little side note in regards to like my dance journey and whatnot. Um, in high school, I was a cheerleader. Um, high college, I was a dancer. And I just started taking dance class like two years ago because I just reached that Oh, I'm in my late 20s, early 30s energy, do I still got it mindset right? that us women go through. And so I just remembered growing up when I did talent shows, I used to dance. And so I was like, you know what, let me go back to little Chi Chi. What you want to do, girl? I want to dance. So I started (laughs) going to dance classes. And, you know, um, I started doing my splits. And, you know, for some girls, you know, they would reach out, oh, my God, I wish I could dance like that, but I don't want people judging me. And then it became of, okay, I'm dancing for the woman that wish she could go out there and just feel beautiful and feel sexual. And yes, I may do a split. Yes, I may be doing a crybaby, grinding on the floor. That doesn't make me a slut. That doesn't make me a hoe. That doesn't mean I'm asking for it. It doesn't mean I don't respect myself. I'm just living my truth. And I love to dance. So if you want to make a problem of it, that's on you. What you think of me is not my business. So For any woman or any person that's just feeling like I just want to break free and just explore myself, just do it. You don't know what people are judging you on anyway, because they're not coming to tell you, hey, I'm I'm judging you when I'm looking at your pictures. They're judging you anyway. You're never going to know. So live for you. Yes,
0: yes. Become to me. Like you said, go with that intuition, which you feel inside of your heart that you want to do move forward with that energy. So, yes. yes.
1: Well, yeah, sorry when I'm on the tater, but Yes, please add me on Instagram. And I do um also have a YouTube channel where I'm starting to like upload my little episodes so you can follow um find that Chichi Babe as well, to put the
0: videos on the YouTube because you you do so much. So, um, what's the um category of videos? Like is it
1: um, dancing,
0: um workout or like um the
1: Well, I've added a few of my dance videos. I'm trying to, like, transfer them over there, but also my podcast episodes. I'm starting to, like, record. Yes, girl, because, like, one of the things I had to get over was, like, FaceTime and, like, just that whole interaction. But I'm like, you know what, Sherelle? It's not about you anymore. It's about spreading the message, you know? So I just had to kind of get over that real quick. So my next step was, like, okay, put them on YouTube so it could be on someone's huge TV and, you know, you get over that insecurity of, like, oh, my gosh, are they looking at, you know, just, you know just the insecurities
0: us women go through yeah okay but you're stepping into it. into it so i mean stepping out of it and stepping <laughs> into chi <Chi-chi>. chi <laughs> and just putting you out there so i love it oh my goodness you have been beyond amazing um and you schooled us today so thank you <laughs> Thank you, Chi-Chi, for sharing your energy with us today and just opening the conversation up with me about astrology and birth chart. I definitely learned some and I have to go back and take some notes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thank you. You you are amazing. And I am going to end this show, show off with the song you were singing at the beginning. Uh, Float on! <laughs> So, yeah. So, thank you guys for showing up for becoming unique. You guys are all am- amazing as well. Thank you and bye.
1: Aquarius. And my name is Ralph. Now, I like a woman who loves her freedom. And I like a woman who can hold her own.
0: And if you hit that description, baby.
1: Let me show you how sweet it could be Sharing love with me I want you to Flow, flow, flow.
0: Come on, come on, come on Flow, flow, flow
1: Libra And my name is Charles I like a woman that's quiet, a woman who carries herself like Miss Universe.